Welcome back to Digital Advertising episode 22. We're kicking off today's episode about to get down in this conversation on Instagram and getting verified. Chris is in the studio. What's up, Chris? Hey, Winnie. What's going on? Oh, I didn't even say my name. Thanks. Oh, it's okay. Hey. (laughs) That was Winnie with an amazing introduction without even introducing herself first. That's how selfless Winnie is. So, um, thank you. Yeah. No, I'm chilling. Um, it's Monday morning yes, and we scheduled is. a podcast for 930. Um, we're crazy. Um, but I've got my coffee when he's right. We're, uh, we're going to be talking. Oh, she's got her water. We just water. talked to, yeah. um, she's making fun of Connor and I for loving the chocolate cold brew, uh, or chocolate sweet cream cold brew at Starbucks. Sweet. So shout out Starbucks. Uh, you will not listen to this, but, um, they may. I would hope we're going to tag the heck out of you yeah. now. I want chocolate cold brew sweet cream i messed that up but it's good uh we've had too much coffee uh i digress but we're going to be talking about instagram verified when he blew my mind a little bit on talking about if you do pay the 12 to 14 dollars i think it's 14 bucks um and you show your little id and you get verified with that blue check mark on instagram uh we'll talk a little bit about what happens there and then uh we dive into ga4 migration Let's go. So GA4 uh, is coming out June, well, 2023, which is, if you're listening to this podcast, 10 days from now. So listen here, uh, Digital Ignite, our ad agency can totally help you out with any of that migration or any of your questions you may have. So sit back and enjoy digital advertising, y'all. Talk about being verified on Meta, Facebook, Instagram. Let's just have the conversation. Chris, you're verified. I'm not verified. We have a really good seesaw conversation coming up about it. Let's talk about it. Why yeah. did Why did you get verified? Well, I well, I, okay. So this will be the second time I've been verified because I wanted to do it because. I think everybody else was doing it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to be verified. So I also am always curious about what is happening within these apps. So just to go down that rabbit hole, I did. And so I signed up probably about two months ago. And you basically have to go through the process of verifying yourself. So you have to have your name, your legit name. You have to take a screenshot of a form of identification, whether it's your driver's license, your passport, uh, state ID, whatever it may be. Um, And when you do that, you do your front, your back, you send that in, and then it goes through a verification process and you will either be... uh, Approved or not approved, but if you're paying $14, they're most likely going to approve you. I mean, again, they are looking at it from a standpoint of, I guess, your face, but if your name doesn't match your um, account, I guess uh, it will not. Well, I am Christopher on my ID, but on my account, I'm Chris, and I thought that would flag it. It did not. So um, I, I was verified for about two weeks then. Um, I couldn't change my profile picture and I got mad. So I was like, I'm done. Um, so I uh, tried to get unverified, which I then had to wait 
15 days until the, uh, you know, subscription or verification process ended. And thus, uh, my blue check mark then went away and I could change my profile picture because I like changing my, every, I'm a chameleon baby. I like to change. So that uh, profile picture was changed. I went back to unverification. So last Friday or Thursday, I think it was, I was talking to Winnie. And we were talking about what should we talk about coming up on some of the podcasts. And so one of the things that she had mentioned was just the Instagram algorithm. And if you are familiar or unfamiliar with any of the social apps, the algorithms are, again, what powers what you see, what is happening. And they always are going through adjustments or changes to, uh, again, manipulate or, or just figure out the best way to A, make money or sway new features within that app or get more views on certain things. And so one of these ways is, I, I guess, verification. So yes. I signed back up over the, well, Friday um, before I went to a wedding and I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. I want to make sure I can uh, properly hashtag. I had a private account before that. So I, I went public. I made a business page or myself a business page just to look at all of the, the data after the fact. And uh, before I was private and unverified and i think we were talking about this all of the um bots and you know just crap that just overtook your account or messages was just insane and so i uh went private didn't want to deal with that stuff with verification um you had mentioned that again it should hopefully clean that up you should get better viewability by again hopefully the people that you want to see um so again i went down that rabbit hole just about three or four days ago and we were just talking like i have seen um again the views if you go on instagram and you create a business account you can look at your insights and data which obviously i'm going to do that because we're data nerds and I can see already like the viewability is much cleaner. It's not in sporadic places. The uh, engagement is literally most of the people that I follow or follow myself um, or their friends um, or from the hashtags. And I think if you are interested in looking and learning more, you're able to go again into the business insights and see all of that. Like you can, you can see um, where again, the engagement is coming from, whether it's from the hashtags you're using, whether it's straight up from the post, your followers, outside followers, what cities they're coming from like it was narrowed down to like cave spring virginia which is a little area within my hometown which i'm like okay i know people from back home are looking at that so definitely um the positives at least for me are, are that now i want to hear your side of the, the story because again i think like i mean i just wanted to see from the standpoint of is it going to be more authentic and cleaner it doesn't mean i'm going to stay verified no but does this mean instagram is going to make people pay for shit because they want you to see I guess, more authentic individuals, not bot traffic, get more viewability on people that you want to actually, I, I mean, but to me, that's like, you're slowly sneaking in, you know, monetiz monetization to pay for the app. And, and that, exactly. That's exactly what's happening. I mean, first things first, we have to realize that no matter what the algorithm is at any given time, the platform creates the algorithm. It's not our behavior that creates the demand. It is the platform that's telling us what that algorithm is and how we need to adapt to it. Um, pushing people to get verified, I can see that being a part of Meta's futuristic plans. I mean, when you think about their Super Bowl commercials, 
go back and listen to our uh, Super Bowl podcast if you haven't yet and listen to the insights on all of that. But when you look at Meta's Super Bowl commercials, you see exactly how they're going to build Metaverse and what it's going to look like. And yes, I do see the structure of them putting in the verification process or platform, the monetization behind it to clean it up, to reduce the number of bots. But I also think that they're using this information to help build your personal Metaverse. Mm -hmm. um, especially with asking for your ID because your avatar will look just like you, right. you know, they will, they will build it around you. Um, I do also, I've done some research to find out that um, they're going to use this verification process to help clean up some of those bots. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've seen them clean purge uh, platforms before. What platform were we talking about on Friday was that it, purge? Was it Twitter? Was it Twitter? Yes. Yeah, Twitter went crazy with it. And I, I think I've, I've seen it to a certain extent on Instagram over the years, but Twitter went nuts with it, I think, like a year or so. Yeah, and I've seen it too. We talked about you'll have a certain number, certain number of followers, and then all of a sudden mm -hmm. they'll fall off, and that's from, you know, people following you and their bots. Yeah, I'm like good with that. Or spam accounts. Yeah, yes. I mean, because literally it for the last year and a half like instagram got wild with stuff i mean it was like every message yes. or like was literally like a fembot going back to austin powers because i don't want to go into like what it was it's like <laughs> literally like dirty bots trying to ask for solicitations or i just mentioned illuminati like um literally i had a dude asking me earlier to join the illuminati like not earlier but two weeks ago and uh yeah, we won't even get into that. It was really funny. I like messing with those guys. Yeah. Um, Overall, I think it's I think it's something um good to do. I just really wanted to do some of the research before I do it. Um I do I do wish, however, that they would think a little forward on how to preserve the authenticity of people who were verified without having to put some dollars behind it because there are some let's just say celebrities or um micro influencers that were verified prior to them opening it up opening it, opening it up to everyone else and i really think that maybe they need a red check mark or something they need something different right. to show that they they've yeah. been verified prior to yeah um, i'm actually you know that you say that i don't know if it was twitter or if it was instagram but i um saw like one of the South Carolina, I think it was either women's basketball or the, the, the football team. One of their accounts had like a gold um, oh. star or gold like thing around it. And I was like, okay, now it's not the, not Instagram. So it must've been Twitter. So again, that's different. Cause I think Twitter's still the same way. Like anybody can purchase a verified. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, to me, ultimately it's, you're paying um, again to just get cleaner more organic experience yeah. yeah i mean and to me it's i mean 14 dollars is a lot for people and i mean nowadays too especially where we are in the economy not everybody is going to be able to do that and so i think maybe to your point of i don't know and so please go do your own research but if like you were already a thin you know are off authorized or whatnot or verified excuse me um did that grandfather in you right. know post this and then to the point of if you've worked your butt off to get X amount of followers, which again, there's certain people that do this uh, for a living, um, why pay? I mean, and I'm not saying they don't maybe have the money. Um, and again, I'll have to dig in and do your own research. I'm not sure what Instagram's like law or law, not law, but rules are to like bring on their internal type of influencers or, you know, like how on YouTube or whatever, if you hit X about a million um views or people they'll send you a plaque or whatever it may right. be so i mean it's interesting i'm actually uh and I, I we can link this down um into the into the podcast but there's an article in entrepreneur.com uh by uh dijon brooks 
And um, they basically put together five benefits they noticed after one month on um, Instagram. I'm not going to read it like all through it, but I'll just like breeze through it. But like benefit one was uh, it makes it easier to hold up or increase prices. Now, again, this is from a business standpoint, but um, they had mentioned that it really helped um, drive people from a personal standpoint, like if they're promoting a product or if they are, um, again, an influencer, they're able to have a little bit more, again, authenticity. Um, it, it basically says they like sending people to LinkedIn and Instagram, sending prospects to social accounts because personal branding does all of the heavy lifting. Uh, they set up those accounts so it leave people eager to attend future meetings and buy. So as you see people within social media, again, you have live um Again, like streams, live Twitter or TikTok's got the live shopping. Um, but with these influencers, again, they're they're populating and being able to kind of say, hey, again, um, I'm a little bit more authentic than maybe this person. Uh, but maybe we'll see how the prices do fluctuate with certain individuals as that come. Uh, high for, high profile accounts follow you back whatever on that one. Um, I mean, I'm just kind of like, okay. Uh, you know, I, and if you are a listener of the podcast and you're verified, like, let us know, like, seriously, I'm curious about, um, what your benefits are. Have you had high profile accounts follow you back? Like, um, this basically is showing like whether it's athletes, entrepreneurs, I mean, again, anybody you would think of with a, a blue check mark back there. Um, I like this one though, increased credibility and um, authority, but basically saying having a blue check mark on their account, uh, it gives credibility through accumulated press, showcasing this person's accomplish accomplishments and case studies. And I think that's kind of true. Again, if you are who you are, um, you hopefully, uh, again, not hopefully, but you'll have some sort of background and history that people can check out. So in this case, this is a uh, writer. You're able to go check out this individual's stuff. Um, so I would think with that, you know, I want to make sure that the people that I'm at least engaging with from a business opportunity, which I do think that that's something I, I find beneficial is if there are other business owners um, or people that I want to interact with, if I am verified, they probably have a little bit more like exactly to yeah. talk to me. Because if you think about how you're getting messaged or hit up, there's so many people, but that check mark does kind of stand out when you're looking at your your messages and whatnot. So, um, and it said, it's easier to close in on high profile, high profile individuals. So Literally, like I'm talking about, uh, maybe this is a cool opportunity for us to try and reach out to people for our podcast. Like, you know, so we'll see what we can do. And then um, from another business standpoint, uh, reduced flakes and no-shows. So again, just with being verified, uh, this individual is using it from a business standpoint of trying to get interviews or literally setting up meetings. Um, and basically, I uh, wasn't getting turned down, I guess, when um, you live in a social world. Who knows who you're talking to or meeting and please again do your own research on that as well. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's entrepreneur.com. Again, Dijon Brooks, uh, we'll tag this article in the uh, the link. But I guess in closing, Winnie, I mean, um, what should we do? Should we, I mean, should we have people reach out, let us know what's up with, yeah, with this? Reach out, let us know, ask your questions. Um, and actually our next podcast, we're going to have some social media experts join us to talk through not just being verified, but best practice practices, what's going on right now, the algorithm, and answer some of your questions. So send your questions in.
lot of folks are already starting that migration. I think we've seen um, a handful of clients already kind of coming to us asking, hey, are you uh, capable of doing this or helping out? And absolutely, holler at us, digital-ignite.com. Um, but this is something that I think as marketers or individuals that are working in digital marketing, if you use Google Analytics, which I mean, good Lord, most businesses or companies are using that. Um, I think that looking at this migration and, and relatively sooner than later, just because again, you've got uh, 10 days, but you know, I think to your point, Winnie, uh, this was announced in October, 2020. So within the pandemic and uh, just political whatever you want to call it back in that time period, um, this probably kind of got pushed under the radar for majority of folks. So, um, but Google Analytics announced a new version called Google Analytics GA4. Um, so basically it is due to replace the current version of Google Analytics in June of 2023. So, which is again, 10 days from now, uh, but you'll be using GA4 regardless by this time next year or, or any any point at next year. So it's very important that your data is migrated carefully to avoid any loss. So, I mean, Winnie, what would be some good advice uh, for your you know, clients or what would you kind of say to your clients uh, to get ahead of this? Um, one, call us. I mean, they're our clients, so they would have already called, the, called us, but allow our expertise to guide you in that migration because it's not something that you just magically turn on without having um, an expectation of what that transition period looks like to your point to make sure that your data is preserved. So to make sure um, you don't lose anything, I would say one, gather everything, get it in place, find out, you know, if you if you have a GA account, you know, who has access, who's the owner, and then contact us to prepare you for that transfer. Totally. Yeah. I think um, one thing I've learned too, just in the almost decade of being in this space is with a lot of brands. So if you're a marketer, if you're in an agency, uh, or, or if you're in a brand, you're probably logged into your company's Google Analytics or a little <laughs> social media account and or website, and there's just pixel graveyards. There's just maybe a handful of Google Analytics accounts or, or AdWords accounts or whatever it may be. So I think to your point, just making sure that you have access, you know what's happening right now, what's in there, what have you been running, where is that data? Um, I think what you'll see with GA4 and just as we go into the future is just more secure data, but hopefully a better understanding again of, of what you're going to start seeing um, in regards to what you're wanting advertised to, because you don't want to see ads that don't mean anything to you. So get over the whole fact that you're seeing ads, it's not going away. So just adapt to the fact that you're going to start seeing things that mean something to you. So, I mean, again, that's amazing to me. Yeah. And I think that, um, especially with preparing for the migration, just being very open to, um, gaining more learnings through your, through the GA4, you know, some people don't necessarily have a GA set up the best way possible to maximize totally its benefits. <laughs> yeah. So I think coming in up front, you know, starting with a clean slate, set it up right so yeah. that you can maximize, you know, the benefits of it. You want to know more than just what your traffic numbers are, How, you know? So. Hallelujah. No, I mean, it's so true though. Cause like when you get into it, there's, you know, if you've been into a Google analytics account or, you know, even looking at Google tag manager, Google has just got so many layers, but there is uh, a great knowledge 
system within Google, you know, you've got to find it, but there's also really great resources out there that, you know, again, if you're going to be just Googling GA4 migration, how to's, I mean, Connor, uh, our super producer has already sent us um, steps on how to do the migration. It looks like there's eight, uh, probably take me about a day to do this, but um, somebody that's pretty savvy with this could probably do it here in a little bit, but it is a step-by-step on how to set up um, a GA4 property and basically going through and um, building that out. So Connor, did you grab that from was that from Google? It's a mix, yeah. Okay. So Connor says it's a mix. You can't hear him. But still, get onto Google or whatever search thing you are uh, utilizing and type in GA4. But I think a couple other like notes just with what is going to be happening with it. You know, it's, it's really going to help look at um, measuring traffic and engagement across websites and apps. So um, with that being said, you know, there's that's happening now, but as we grow and we get a little bit more um, savvy with how we're looking and visualizing data or how that's coming out. I mean, it's going to be straight up AI, uh, basically machine learning, which again, everybody is, it's a buzzword right now, but basically AI is doing a lot of your digital marketing on the back end, anyways, driven by human uh, movement. But basically we're going to be able to target um, the, or you're going to target your marketing efforts more effectively and focus on uh, the most likely users to convert and churn. So again, like looking at conversions, uh, ROI, you know, return of ad spend, it's basically what everybody wants nowadays. I mean, they think they want branding and awareness, which again, obviously that's important. Um, it's totally how you're sold and how your strategy's laid out. But at the end of the day, you need to see dollars in, dollars out. Till next time, y'all have an amazing day. Thank you.